Hi there, this is episode 57. Today I'm answering the question, how do you handle a child changing the subject? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi, this is Danae. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new to the podcast, this is a Q&A style show. So if you have a question that you'd like answered, you can leave that at simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. If you have a question that you'd like answered one-on-one, I do offer coaching sessions available. Anything from a quick 20-minute problem-solving session to a longer customized action plan fit for your family. If you'd like to find out more about that, feel free to send me an email or go to simplefamilies.com forward slash coach. My email is danae at simplefamilies.com. That's spelled D as in Dawn, E, N as in Nancy, A, Y, E at simplefamilies.com. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know that the podcast has been on a short hiatus or summer vacation for the month of July. My family and I moved cross-country from Dallas, Texas to outside of New York City. It has been a really big move and a tough transition for us all, so this time off was welcome. I wrote a little bit more about my move and the transition on a blog post, and I'll put that up in the link to the show notes at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 57 if you're interested in reading more. But today, I'm excited to get back to it with episode number 57. I'm taking a question from Alexandra. Alexandra wrote, how do you handle a child changing the subject? My son, who's two and a half, knows how to push my buttons. When I ask him to do something, he responds with an unrelated question or comment, even if he initiated the activity. For example, he will tell me that he needs to go potty. I'll drop what I'm doing to help him because he's still struggling to manage his pants and underwear by himself. Then we walk into the bathroom and he runs past the potty chair and sits in the baby bath chair. I say, not right now, it's time to potty. He takes his time getting up and walking to the potty, and I have to repeatedly ask him to push his pants down. He responds by just ignoring me, avoiding eye contact, or saying something like, there's the boats, which refers to the bath toys nearby. If I let potty time proceed at his pace, it would take all day. The same thing happens with our nap routine and at mealtimes. I know this is a ploy for my attention, but I don't have time for this game all day. How do I break the cycle? Thanks for your podcast, and I appreciate the straightforward advice. Thanks so much for your question, Alexandra. I think that you're onto something when you say this is a ploy for attention. Who knows if your son really does need to use the potty or if he is just trying to get a little bit of attention from you. It sounds like usually when this happens, you're pretty busy if you're having to stop whatever you're doing to go to attend to him. And you use the example of the potty, which is something that usually gets us running. Like, so if you hear kids say that they have to go potty, most parents will come running because they want to prevent an accident. So if you're busy with something and he's telling you something like, I need to go potty, it very well could be a cry for attention or it very well could be a cry for help to go to the potty. One of the first things that I would do would be to try to make his clothing and the bathroom as user-friendly as possible. By two and a half, he really should be able to go to the bathroom, get up onto a stool, sit down, or to stand up to use the potty independently. I also strongly encourage parents to buy elastic waist pants and and shorts that are really easy to get up and down. Two and three-year-olds really love to be independent, and we also really appreciate when they are independent. 
So setting up their clothing and the home environment for success is a great first step. Because when they can do it on their own, you're taking a lot of moving parts out of this puzzle. In general, this type of behavior is really common from kids. Sometimes they're seeking attention. Sometimes they're also being avoidant. The reality is our kids really aren't motivated to cooperate, especially when it's something that they're not crazy about doing. Their schedules and their agendas are so much different than ours. So if we ask them to put their shoes on, there's a very good chance that they're going to say, oh, the sky is blue or something that's totally off subject because they don't really want to listen and they don't really want to comply with what we're asking them. When I'm facing a situation like this, I like to make sure that I am fully present. So if I'm going to help my kid go to the bathroom, I'm in the bathroom looking them in the eye. I don't have a phone or a huge distraction in the way. I'm fully present with them and ready to help. The same would go for if I was helping them put their shoes on. You know, I'm there, I'm available, and I'm ready, emotionally and physically available. I'll ask my kids to do something, and if they don't do it within a couple of seconds, I'll ask them again. But then if it becomes clear that they are not in the mood to comply and they're not in the mood to do what I need them to do, then I'll usually just say, okay, let me know when you're ready. And this is a little trick that seems like something very small, but it's incredibly effective in our house. I call it the when you're ready trick. So I'll go to my three-year-old's bedroom and I'll say, it's time to put your pajamas on and I'll get out the pajamas and I'll lay them out and I'll say, okay, get dressed. And he's rolling over and doing somersaults and other things in the bed. And I really need him to put his pajamas on. So what I'll do is I'll say, okay, in a very gentle voice, okay, let me know when you're ready. I'll come back and help you. The reality is he doesn't really need my help to get dressed, but he still likes me to be there and likes me to be part of the process as he's getting ready for bed. And I'm more than happy to do that. But I really don't have the time to sit and wait for 10, 15 minutes every night while I need him to put his pajamas on. And he's doing somersaults and playing with his trains and throwing his pillow up and down in the air. So I'm totally okay with him doing all of those things. I'm just not going to sit there and watch him do them. I have another child and I have a business to run and I have a lot of things going on in the day and the day has to move on. Things have to move forward. So I'll ask him, let me know when you're ready and I'll come back and help you. And I very, very rarely make it out the door before he's yelling, I'm ready, I'm ready because he wants me to come back. He wants me to be there with him. So if the choice is between have mom here with me while I put my pajamas on or play in here by myself at bedtime, he's almost always choosing have mom in here with me while I put my pajamas on. I do the same thing with the bathroom. We go into the bathroom and if he starts playing games and I really need the process to move on, I'll just start walking towards the door and I'll say, okay, let me know when you're ready. And I'll go to shut the door and lo and behold, 99% of the time before I even get the door shut, he'll be calling, I'm ready, I'm ready. So try this when you're ready trick. And the key to making this successful is that your tone and your voice have to be very nonchalant. So it has to be very much like it's not a big deal. So don't let them sense any irritation or any anger in your voice, which I know can be hard because these situations can be really frustrating. Instead, start heading for the door and say, let me know when you're ready. 
this works like a charm. And I hope you have just as much luck as I've had with this. The other thing that I do to get through these times is I anticipate them. So I know when the procrastination is going to set in more times than not. So I use naturally occurring motivation to keep things moving. So I know that my kids usually drag their feet when it's getting to be bedtime and they're putting their pajamas on and they're tired. So I will keep the momentum going. So I will make pajama time come before book time. So it's like, all right, let's go put our pajamas on and then we're going to read our book and then we're going to say prayers and then we're going to go to bed. So they look forward to reading the book. So by having them put their pajamas on first before they read their book, reading the book becomes the reward. So first you put your pajamas on and then you can read your book. I talk more about using this naturally occurring motivation in the cooperation mini course, and I'll put the link up to that in the show notes at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 57. The cooperation mini course is a free five day, one minute a day video course that is all of my best tips for getting kids to cooperate. And even if you've already watched it, I recommend watching it more than once. It only takes five minutes and it does take a little bit of practice to put these principles into place, but I guarantee you that you're going to have success with it. So the takeaway for today is I totally understand that Watching your kids play these games when they you really need them to get things done can be very frustrating. So taking yourself out of this situation is often very helpful. So saying, all right, let me know when you're ready. Letting them play the games that they want to play by themselves in a room with the door shut safely and calling for you when they're actually ready to get the job done. More times than not, if they're acting for attention, they're going to quickly get their act together before you even get out of the room. Try this tip and also check out the cooperation mini course. And again, I'll put that link in the show notes at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 57. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to stay in touch with Simple Families, go to simplefamilies.com and click get started.